0: It's time for the On the Rise with Calamos Investments, and here with us, John Calamos himself. Welcome John. I'm glad you're with us again. It's good to talk with you. You know, it's 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 so good to talk to someone like you at a time like this, John, because volatility and uncertainty and all the stuff we hear about in the markets and someone like you can bring perspective to this. You know, you've seen it all. You you've made it you know, successful as you have because of for a reason. Um and you 40 plus years investing at Calamos, uh, one of the most successful firms anywhere. And what do you tell clients in this environment? I mean, Buckle up. Well, what do you what do you say?
1: <laughs> well, in especially in this environment, uh, I guess one my. Quote says, "Don't panic," <laughs> you know, because every day is, you know, there's so much volatility in the market, and 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 I think it it's pulling people in and out, in and out, and uh, it take a little bit longer term view, and and don't panic by uh, by just the the news items.
0: Yeah, it can know. it can get to you, I think, if you just look at it yeah. that way. What are you telling your clients to expect in 2022? As we look ahead, impossible to predict with absolute certainty, yeah. but if anybody has a handle of it, I think you do.
1: Yeah, well. You know, uh, as as you know, the Fed came out with their their estimates today, raising rates maybe three times next year, and inflation and uh, those type of things. So, uh, actually, uh, we're we've been a, a bit positive for 2022. Uh, you know, the markets are in a nice untrend, uptrend, but you know we're it's going to be volatile. It's not going to be straight up, and uh, you know there are several factors in there that that could impact it that we're watching very closely. but uh,
0: Like what? What would you put on that list of things you're watching oh, to see Oh, inflation what is a
1: huge issue. The Fed was all about it today and how they're going to try and manage that. So uh, inflation, uh, interest rates are, the Fed, as he announced today, are they may raise them three times next year. Mm-hmm. Uh, so uh, we have to be careful about that, especially in the uh in the fixed income area with higher interest rates uh but we think the equity markets still look strong, good earnings uh coming out, good earnings trend, a lot of money on the sidelines uh so uh we're we're positive uh you know the growth of the economy is not quite as. Uh, High as it was Say the last three years Mm -hmm. but it's Still positive in that sense so
0: Well speak to that for a second because I think People like me who are not experts in this area You look at the S&P it's up 97% since 2019 It's tremendous growth you've seen that In all of the major indexes just about It's really really the markets have Risen in this enormous way And you wonder how long can it continue Are we due for a correction Are we due for more of a sideways movement Or could there possibly be more growth?
1: There, I, I think, uh, you know, we're looking at it uh, sideways to an up market type of thing. Uh, growth is a little bit uh, less for next year. But... Uh, where do you go, you know, with these low interest rate environments we're in? Uh, so the equities really are still a good place to be. Uh, so we're, we're looking at that from uh, a more positive view. And as we look at the anticipated earnings coming out uh, next uh, next year and next few quarters, uh, that's very positive as well so um
0: mm-hmm. what do you, you know. what, when you say fixed income when people are relying on that for income to live what do you, what kinds of advice do you have there john
1: well in, in it, it's tough in a, in this very low interest rate environment to search for yield is just very difficult. Uh, you know, our view has always been uh, we, we've we come out with alternatives in that particular That's area. That's your specialty.
0: You have made a name for yourself, That's, no question, around the world, on Wall Street, yeah. they have come to you for exactly that. So what are some of these alternatives?
1: Yeah, well, you know, uh, our one alternative for our fixed income is our market-neutral income fund uh, that has uh, done very well in this area. And, and the, the main... Uh, part there too with the rising rates it doesn't make that particular fund any more volatile so that's good Uh, the other part is we use convertible bonds as you know that's kind of uh, who we are and uh, you know when I started convertible bonds was back in the 70s (laughs) in a higher interest rate environment and uh, the convertibles Perform very well in a rising interest rate environment in that type of sense, so uh in this part of the market, we not only use convertibles as a core equity but we also use them as an alternative to fixed income and in any many of our closed end funds uh we we have put you know asset classes together and provided. Good income flow within those uh within that period so we have funds having income uh distribution between six and eight hmm. percent over the last few years that so sounds really where, nice where, where can you get that <laughs> yeah. Where
0: can you get that exactly thank you for that if people want to learn more about that before we move on because I know that'll catch people's interest, what would you recommend how well, do you...
1: yeah they could go to our website and, mm-hmm. and look at our closed end funds there's six of them so we we have we have several.
0: And they've been yeah. producing 6 to 8% That's over right. the last few years with these interest rates at low. Huh, that is incredible. Um, More with John Calamos, the founder of Calamos Investments, one of the successful success stories in the world of finance, but also a success story from here in Chicago. We'll get into more of that, the ways at Christmas time and holiday time we talk about giving back, and I know you've done a ton of that, John. We'll get into some of that as well in just a moment. We took a look ahead and tried to understand what you think, your perspective for... Uh, going forward, when you make it to the Forbes list, like you have, John, and, and extremely success, big success story from Chicago, uh, the son of immigrants, and you, uh, you had your family had a grocery store, and you told us before your dad thought you should go into the grocery business, and wow, wouldn't you have been a success, and it turns out you found a pretty good path in life, I think. Thank you. <laughs> Worked out pretty well. Um, also, your staff members told us too that one of the members of your team mentioned to me that as a, a pilot in Vietnam, I mean you, that you draw on that experience as well. Talking about managing risk, yeah. um, that that's uh, a foundation I know that stays with you too. Yes, it does. Mm-hmm. Very and so, managing risk is part of what is happening now in this world as we try to assess what to do with our money and where to where things are going to go the omicron variant just address that for a second that seems to be breathing some uncertainty into the markets you hear some reports that say well it doesn't seem like it's going to be severe as severe as previous uh variants but we just don't know as we start to hear big picture of more and more variants what impact is this going to have on our economy and on the markets do you think
1: well i i think uh that is what's very difficult to predict it's those uncertainties. I mean, if we all knew that, then it'd be easy. But it's an uncertainty. How severe is it? Because, uh, quite frankly, every time uh, we read something, we get one answer, then the next day it's the opposite. <laughs> so it's going back and forth. I, I think the positive there, uh, since we have so much experience with with the covid That you know the the biotech companies seem to have a good handle on it, so it may not be as severe. I'm I'm hearing that the uh, uh, you know if you got the vaccines, it's going to work well for the for the uh, omicron. So Mm -hmm. uh, from that point of view, but there is that uncertainty because it it is really changing our world. And, you know, it's changing the way this economy is coming back. Everybody kind of looks at it and they're trying to compare it to, oh, uh, recession, this. This is very different. Yeah. This is very How different. How so, John? Explain that Oh, to it, it's different because now... Uh, it's it's the the whole economy has changed so much what what sectors and what companies are coming back we mm-hmm. see the restaurant hotel industry very difficult to get workers and we see this so all the industries are impacted differently uh and you know, in one of the big factors here over the last few years is what we've seen a lot like on the tech companies, big tech has gotten bigger and bigger mm-hmm. because of what they're doing for for the economy and mm-hmm. for their their clients in here their services so right.
0: stepping uh, in when we're remote and we have to do things in a very different exactly. way exactly
1: so the new normal what is it going to look like
0: <laughs> well that that's an interesting point because you know, originally we thought well travel and hospitality is going to be impacted but the supply chain is an issue and all industries are and uh, it just it's amazing how it's had this tremendous ripple effect throughout the entire economy that's right but figuring out what's next is is gosh seems harder than ever.
1: Yeah, and that's what's very interesting about the market. So the market's really a reflection on what's going on. I mean, today, the emphasis was on the Fed and what are they can do with inflation and raising rates. And, and you know, what they didn't talk about is everybody's concern. We had an inflation number that came out was the highest in, in 30 years or more since 82. Mm-hmm. And, and, you know, and this number came out and everybody's focused on it. But, when we study the markets, it's fed policy, but it's fiscal policy. The highest factor to the inflation the high inflation rate was energy hmm. that's a fiscal policy that went into effect so we when you're studying the markets, you not only have to study what the fed's doing but also what's happening. Fiscal policy, we've seen that happen all over the world. Mm-hmm. What's happening in China in Europe and other parts. So fiscal policy is very important. And do you still think money
0: from elsewhere is coming into America, into our economy? Is that still a reality?
1: Yeah, it still is. Yes. Mm-hmm. Okay. Money goes where it's treated best. That's,
0: that's <laughs> well, you know that better than anybody. Thing. You know, John Calamos, you have given back in such a big way, and I think in a lot of ways people don't know about. I've heard about it um, in some ways because I'm involved with the National Hellenic Museum and am uh, seeing some of your events over the years. Yeah. And you basically put that there in Greek Town, and it is the pride of Greek Town. Um, it is is the National Hellenic Museum. And museums have had a tough go of it, no doubt about it, over the last couple years. You've been shut down. You had excellent programming. You were just getting momentum. Bring us up to speed on that.
1: Yeah, well, you know, I didn't bring it on. Annie Athens did that 30 years ago. Mm -hmm. And uh, I got involved about, uh, became chairman 10 years ago. So uh, it's been around. So, you know, it is part of uh, uh, what, we tried to do in there. And the National Atlantic Museum, to me, was very important because it really talks about our heritage and history. And, you know, what I'm seeing today, it's even more important because it really impacted me and the way I grew up. And Mm -hmm. what I'm seeing today is the next generations aren't learning the history in in that. You know, I I Mm -hmm. tell people, you don't know where you're going unless you know where you came from. <laughs> and and it, to me, that's been very important because uh, it gives you uh, a sense of history and what has happened and how that has impacted the world over time. And so uh, what we try and do at the museum is, is really pro- provide that sort of, uh, motivation and history uh, to the kids coming in, and, and other people, mm-hmm. and even even to other people coming in, having them. Uh, we have oral histories, so people can can see where they came from. They go in there. Oh, that's the boat, my. My father came on mm-hmm. and that type of thing. So I think that's very important. So it's not only a museum, it's a cultural center.
0: I wanna make sure I mention a few more things before we run out of time, sure. John. I I hate to tread on you there, but I wanna make sure we mentioned that you you folks at Calamos were very involved with the COVID nineteen relief. The CEOs all got together at a very in a very dark hour for our city yes. when things were shutting down and we didn't know where we were going. And I know those gifts continue to give now. Am yes. I right?
1: Yes, uh, we, we've uh, we've done, John Kadunas uh, uh, and I, we supported that uh, very, very much. And we, we actually did that at the museum, too, where we gave out um, a lot of food uh, to the homeless and that. PPE. So uh, we, we've supported that. We support events out in the suburbs in Naperville where we are as well. So it's really important that that, that we, we give back and we help.
0: And you've done that at Illinois Tech, which you went to and you studied philosophy. You told us that was one of the keys to your success too. That you thought through problems and logic, and
1: yeah, it's important. The, yeah, and they have uh, uh, they started a program that I'm really impressed with what they're doing there. It's called the Calmos or Chicago Difference Scholarship and Support Program. Mm-hmm. And what this program is doing, it's taking kids out of the. Uh, south side and the west side and bringing them into school and when when I think back about how boy I was so impressed when they started this program Mm -hmm. because when I went to IIT almost all the students, my students with me, this was the first in their family to go to college, so sure. that was very inspirational to me, so to having them do that for the kids here in Chicago on the west side and the south side like that uh is is very very uh, helpful
0: yeah what what a what a great thing to set up there, and I know you care a lot about the city you're from here, yeah. your success was built here, and it's it's very Very cool to see you give back in in the way that you do, and the way that people don't always know either. A lot of things you do um, are not always making headlines, and that's just part of who you are, too. I know that to be true. Uh, Finally, here you've got the Fulton Market, your new location. That's the center of the universe in the city lately. It seems like every day we hear of a new headquarters showing up there. How's it going over there? When will you move in?
1: Yeah, we're excited about that. It should be this spring. Uh so we're excited about moving that and one thing other the other thing we do uh for the kids as well and working with the universities here in Chicago as well as others we do internships so we do uh you know uh, uh, kids coming over the summer into internships and having an office here in in downtown area is really beneficial to that. So uh, being able to do that. So we're excited about uh, our office here in Fulton Market. So
0: much energy over there. Such great restaurants too. A lot to check out. That's right. (laughs) Thank you, John, for the time today. It's good to see you. And thank you, Anna.
1: Pleasure to be here.